For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. It does not matter. England only needed one. And they've got there by the barest of margins. England have seen off the threat of New Zealand to stay alive in the race for the semi-finals and in doing so have extinguished the hopes and dreams of the host nation New Zealand but only just England win another quite extraordinary match at this ICC Women's World Cup by just one wicket. Well, Daniel McCarty stealing lines there. Amazing. Stealing lines. Barest of margins. Wonder where he got that from. Uh, look, the temper bedpost uh, text machine has been hot this morning, and that's a good thing. That is a really good thing. It means you care about women's cricket. Uh, and to further that conversation, we're going to talk now to Katrina Keenan. Now, Katrina, of course, vastly experienced player in her own right, 54 one day in the Nationals, Test cricket as well, right through. Uh, and then, of course, was a coach, too, of the White Ferns at one point. Uh, and I, I would imagine looking on at this tournament with um, I guess a very very keen interest Katrina thanks very much for your time this morning it has been a little bit of a tale of woe though unfortunately it has morning Smithy and and look I you know as you said as a former player and, and as someone who had a, an opportunity to, to work with the White Ferns for a short amount of time I mean it, it's not only really frustrating but you know I actually feel sad as well because you know the this this team and this group of players, um, you know, they've, they've promised a lot and uh, we know what they're capable of. They, they are individually and, and as a group. They, they have talent. They have ability. But, unfortunately, they haven't performed at this tournament. Mm. And, and if we actually look back historically, it, this, it shouldn't be such a surprise. That, that's how I feel. I think over the last however many years, if I just even go back a couple of World Cups, you know, we've, we've failed to front. Uh, we've had series losses against South Africa, um, you know, England, Australia, and I think from memory there was even a loss to India somewhere in the mix there. I mean, it, it, it's, it's a, we've been struggling for some time, and we, we hoped for the best for this team, and I'm sure they have probably left no stone unturned in the last sort of 12 months. That's what they've talked about in terms of their preparation, but unfortunately we're still not we're still not good enough. Okay, I'm going to get a bit critical here, and I've still got some commentary to do, and I'm not really worried about it whether um, they, they they hear this or not. But I think if you look at the Australian squad, they've got a wealth of riches across the board, and I don't think in, in any sort of a day of the week we could perhaps hope to meet, to match that, Katrina. But when you pick two players in your squad that you really were never going to use, and I'm talking about two very young players, and Fran Jonas, who played the first game and unfortunately was uh, found wanting a wee bit towards the end there. Uh, and, and George Plummer, who has never played, the only girl in the tournament who has never played a one-day international. You've basically got a squad of 13 when you've left out experienced players. Don't get that, I'm sorry. Yeah, look, I, I, I can only, you know, think that the decision to include these young players, which, look, I, in terms of, you know, um, uh, talent ID and, and moving the game forward and looking to the future, I think it's awesome that these young players who have, you know, um, started to perform, you know, at domestic level, have had a couple of seasons playing. Um, I think it's, it's great that they have had an opportunity to be part of um, this, this World Cup tournament and experience. But, you know, I, I did, you know, I was surprised at some of the, perhaps, selections. And, and particularly I was surprised about Lee Casperick's, 
um, non-selection. Mm. Um, you know, uh, I'm only assuming, you know, of course, like any high-performance environment, you're going to have some selection criteria that are in place. And clearly she hasn't met something or some things. I don't know what that is. Um, hard to see her left out of the side when she's performed, you know, pretty consistently for New Zealand over the past. So I guess, you know, um, there are those questions. But, I mean, I'm not, I'm not really close closely involved in the game anymore so um, I, I don't know you know I don't know what the reasons for, for that would be and yeah yeah it's, it's, it's baffling for me okay, okay we knew we knew the acid had to go on our top four there's no doubt about that um, and uh, they've flattered the deceive a wee bit they've never really quite I mean this thing's about partnerships you know that I know that uh, building partnerships we've never really had two of them firing together uh, to get those big scores and yesterday another classic example of that Oh yeah, you're right, and we're, and we've sort of all all sort of commented you know, about the lack of you know a top five batter looking to bat deep into the innings, and you know we know that um, as you said partnerships are significant to, to getting big totals, and I, I really I'm in a bit of a loss because you know uh, I think there, you know there have been some positives, they have you know Divine's batting has been a bright bright point for this tournament, you know Mealy Kerr has shown fantastic promise. You know, other players, Hannah Rowe, Jess Kerr, I think they've all shown some improvement and good consistency. But, you know, we, our batting has been problematic. And I think, you know, a couple of reasons for that. I, I feel like situationally, um, we, we get ourselves into situations where maybe there's perceived pressure when there actually isn't. Um, I think also, and I think Superdate's dismissal um, yesterday was an example of that. You know, we were going so well um, in, in that first 10 overs in the power play. And then, you know, just this, this poor decision making from her, and she's such a fantastic player and such a talented player, a wonderful player. But I think too, Smithy. You know, I, I think we've got some technical deficiencies with our batting. I, I see, I can see that the players have tried to advance their game, and they're, they're looking to, you know, change the position where they bat on the crease, looking to come down and use the depth of the crease. But I still feel like a default is to, to hit across the line. Mm. Um, I still feel like we're always shaping to hit across the line of the ball, and I, and I feel that that's, that's a real issue for us. We also uh, are opening the face a lot. We're trying to, you know, ball turning back into us. We're trying to run that ball down into, you know, sort of the, the slip area or, or third man, and I just feel that they're, they're just simple, simple errors in cricket. I mean, you know, if you look at the way the Australians batted um, throughout this tournament, they hit with a full face of the bat. You know, they time the ball, they use their feet, they get down the wicket, and just because they've made that decision to come down the wicket doesn't mean then that they open the shoulders and, you know, look to go square. You know, they hit down the ground, they, they play well off the back foot, they hit well square, and I, I guess, you know, we, we just, we're just not quite there with our batting. No, we're not. Uh, what about the, the bowling side of things? Um, you know, Leah Tahu, who for me has been, uh, even though she's got wickets, been way too expensive for me and, and gone from being an opening bowler to almost the third or fourth change bowler at times. So oh, I think overall quite disappointing tournament for Leah. Yeah, I mean, I've been surprised to see Leah um, bowling, you know, first change. Um, you know, she is a new ball bowler, and I think that's where she's most effective when she's got that new ball and, and certainly conditions at the start of the innings favourable for her. I mean, I've, I've obviously seen her d- develop wonderfully and progress over the last few seasons, um, and the way she's been able to use that, that, that bouncer and some of her slow ball, uh, slow ball changes, change-ups, you know, has been re- really exciting. She's definitely... 
you know, lost lost the pace that she had, you know, several seasons ago. Um, but I think that that's not unexpected. Um, I think for her, perhaps the injury, you know, has been um, problematic for her. And, yeah, disappointing because she has been, you know, successful for New Zealand for a number of years. I have been really pleased with how Hannah Rowe has um, come on, though. She is, you know, to me, she looks like she's just dropped the pace a wee bit for the sake of, you know, um, being consistent and trying to bowl the ball in good areas and try and shape the ball and get that ball um, past the outside edge of the bat. So some positives, but again, collectively, not, not enough. No, it's, it's not. It's not been enough. So I mean, um, it's almost like an execution while I'm performing here this morning. But and uh, of course, the event isn't even over yet. Uh, but I've, I've got to, uh, what worries me is depth. What about the next um, uh, the next wave of players coming through, Katrina? Uh, I look at uh, some of the women super smash etc., and that's about the only uh, coverage they get on telly at times. So uh, that's all you can look at. I, I just wonder about our level of depth going forward and our strategies. Uh, are we looking at a new broom here, or uh, will some of the, the older players hang in there for the likes of the Commonwealth Games and, and uh, other things coming up on the horizon? Yeah, I, I would. I, I mean, I would. I would say that I too have concerns about the the, the depth coming through. Um, I know that there's been some wonderful progress made in women's cricket. Absolutely, there's been massive shifts in terms of governance. Look, figures are indicating that there's more girls, you know, playing the game, which is great, um, which is awesome. Um, but I'm just not sure, uh, you know, how the, the programs that are underpinning you know, our current high-performance program. I mean, I'm just not sure that they're providing uh, the level of skill and, and, and support that, that players, you know, wanting to come through and progress through, you know, the grades from age group through to domestic to New Zealand are there. And I think there's some big questions for New Zealand cricket around their high-performance program and, and, and the systems that are underpinning that. Um, and that's not for me to um, answer for because, you know, I'm no longer involved in that capacity. But I think, you know, in terms of... Uh, I, th- I think a lot of the investment, which has been massive into the game, I think that has, and rightfully so to a degree, has gone into this top tier of players mm. um, to give them the best opportunity to perform on the world stage. But I, I would really love to see resource... Um, firmly put in the direction of our age group players and our age group programs and I would love to see um, in terms of depth you know more resource around the level below the white ferns so I'm talking about an A program or an under 21 program an opportunity for those players coming through to travel internationally to play in a range of conditions and a range of sides and as you mentioned Smithy with the Commonwealth Games I would love to see an opportunity for a, a youth side or a, a you know a, a development team of some sort, perhaps with a, with a little bit of a mix of experience, but a real opportunity for the players coming through to, to start, you know, to, to get some experience playing at that next level. Great thoughts, Katrina. Really appreciated your time this morning and uh, your insight into what's going on. I can tell you that um, on our uh, text machine here. Uh, it's been frantic, and, 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 and a lot of it's been critical, um, uh, and it's some good observations. And you, that suggests to me, uh, Katrina, that people care, and, and that's the big plus out of this. Yeah, Smithy, and look, you know, we, I think that's a really true comment there. I mean, we, we do care. I mean, I'm, 
I feel, you know, I feel sad at mm. times, um, and I feel for the girls because, you know, individually, um, you know, and as a team, they're, they're, they've, they've got talent, they've got ability, but for some reason, they're just not able to perform consistently under pressure on a repeatable basis against the top teams in the world. But there is no denying their effort, there is no denying their desire and their, their you know, I mean, they'll be so disappointed. And I just, mm. I really do feel for them, but I think it does present a massive opportunity for New Zealand cricket now to really pull things apart and and look look forward to the future. And that may be not necessarily winning might not necessarily be the number one outcome in the short term. You know, it might yeah. be about putting the right systems in place, the right people, um, you know, all, all of those things and getting the game moving forward. Katrina, great thoughts. Thanks very much for your time this morning. Enjoy chatting to you. Katrina Keen in there, absolutely fantastic uh, in-depth thoughts and uh, certainly a player with great and coach with great history uh, in our White Ferns setup. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.